Hey folks, this is Tyler Not Gregson from Chasers of the Light, and you are listening to the Signal Fire Podcast, the show that dives into life, the universe, poetry, and just about everything else. As always, there's a lot more info on tylernot.com, and we would love to see you there. Now, on with the show. Good morning, everybody, and especially good morning and happy freaking birthday to my little sister McGraw. It is her birthday today, and so I want everybody to go and wish her a happy birthday. Uh, you can find her on my Instagram. I tag her in her birthday posts, and there will be stories and all of that nonsense. So go and wish her a happy birthday and tell her that she's loved and tell her where you're loving her from. It's her birthday, and it makes it a good Sunday. And today's Signal Fire Sunday edition is called Those That Share Our Blood. And it is about birthdays, and it, but more than that, it's about family, and it's about siblings, and it's about those that we are so very lucky to have share our blood. And I'm excited for this one because it is a celebration of my baby sister. And I want to get into it. Um, but yeah, happy birthday, McGraw. I don't know if you listen to these. And if you do, then it's going to be weird hearing your name this many times. <laughs> and if you do not, then how mean you should. Uh, but maybe I'll tip you off onto this one. Anyways, I love you so much. And happy birthday. And yeah, let's get into it. This is Those That Share Our Blood on this, the 12th of June. 2022, my little sister's birthday. Here we go. Holy hell in a handbasket. My baby sister ain't a baby anymore. <laughs> okay, she's not been a baby for a long time, but she's got one year left before the big milestone birthday, and that just feels disconcerting and odd to me in ways I do not know how to quantify. Nevertheless, Today is McGraw's birthday, and she is so beyond worth celebrating that I thought I would use today's signal fire in two ways. One, to wish her the happiest birthday I could possibly wish her, both in text and in voice for all you listening on the podcast, and to use her birthday as a perfect excuse to dive into how special not only she is, but the whole idea of siblings is in general. For those of us lucky enough to have them, I think we forget how blessed we truly are. And maybe it's her birthday that kicked this thought process off, or maybe it's been rewatching Peaky Blinders. <laughs> but whatever the cause, it made me realize how valuable it is to share blood with someone, share history, share ache, and that the bond created is a monumentally special one. So, happy birthday, Wa. I love you times infinity, and I am so lucky to call you a sister to call you best buddy, and to celebrate you today. Everyone else, as I mentioned in the intro, do me a favor. Wish her a happy birthday on the old Instagram. It's at McDonovan, MC Donovan, and tell her where you're saying it from. Now, onward. As I said above, or in your ears before, today is an ode to siblings, and I realized that even whilst writing the haiku, that the beauty of siblings is that while they can be those that share our blood, they actually don't have to be. I am lucky enough now in my life to have both varieties, those that share my blood 
and those that are siblings by marriage, by circumstance, and by sheer strength of connection. I am surrounded by family in my life, born in and added as I grew, and they all share the same common threads. They share the ache, they share the history, some share the blood, and they all share one thing. Those threads tie us together, and those knots will never come untied. I was born with a big sister, and just a shade under two years later, I added a little sister to the mix. I was the middle child, with sisters on both sides, and in truth that began a lifetime entirely surrounded by women far more often than me. From baseball wives and girlfriends, to my sisters, to all their friends, to my mother and hers, my dad's, cho- my dad's job kept him away often, and so it was a collective of feminine influence that did a lot of the shaping for me, the whittling to make me the person I am today. I say with confidence that my sisters, more than most, helped shape me into I am who I am this day, and it was having siblings, those that shared my blood and my history, that made my childhood one of not only surviving, but truly thriving. As our shared childhoods were extremely peripatetic, we moved like we were a military family. Only armed forces of ours were baseball teams. Our generals were the owners of the Dodgers, the Phillies, the Cubs, and the Red Sox. From May through September, every year until I was 16, we lived somewhere new. New apartment complexes, new condos, and new cities, new states. New baseball stadiums became our playgrounds. Nightly games our routine through every single summer. We missed out on all of our friends, and we waited an entire school year for the simple summer days without plan or agenda, the freedom to see our classmates outside of the classroom, to have sleepovers or hangouts, random adventures in random places. Instead, for us, we had swimming pools and firework shows from the outfield grass. We had rollerblading through an unfamiliar apartment complex in the sweltering heat of Albuquerque or Bakersfield, Los Angeles or Winston-Salem, North Carolina or Texas. We had short excursions on off days for my dad's teams. We had birthdays celebrated with only our family, as we all had summer birthdays. We had no friends, as we had no time to find them, and in truth, we really only had each other. Strangely, it was always enough, and more than that, it was perfect. I speak for myself here. Maybe my sisters both felt that lack in a greater level of intensity and detail than I did, but I was never, ever found wanting. My sisters were my best friends. They were my adventure buddies, my partners in exploration. They were my crazy co-passengers in cross-country drives from Montana to California to New Mexico to North Carolina and back, repeated more times than we can count. They sat beside me at probably close to 1,000 baseball games over the course of our lifetimes. They ate cheap ballpark food and waited for the seventh inning stretch to get a snack. They sang take me out to the ball game in every single time zone with me over and over again. We were all we had, and we honestly have had it no other way, nor would we have. From Tetris tournaments to getting yelled at by Carl Malone of the Utah Jazz for not wearing our helmets on our rollerblades or bikes. From trips into the Sandias or Palm Springs to 11 a.m. swims in two dozen dozen swimming pools scattered out across the world. We shared it all. That history crocheted our hearts together into one thing, one piece of art 
that to this day makes the same picture. How lucky, how truly lucky. Both of these sisters stood beside me in Scotland when I got married. Both shared that special day, and the birthday girl today even served as, served as the officiant, something that meant the world to me and to Sarah. The fact that after all these years, all the trials and tribulations, all the moving and shuffling and rearranging of our circumstances, we still remain best friends. We still remain so close, and it is staggering. Again, I say, how lucky I am. What's more, because they married such wonderful people, I was able to add brothers into the mix. Two men that truly feel like blood. <sighs> Despite the different fluid that flows through us. Sorry, I'm bad at breathing. <laughs> they too have shaped me. They too have become anchors that I know I can depend on when the seas of this life get too rough. And they have proved time and again that family is more than just the red stuff in our veins. It's the choice to show up, always show up, for those that we claim to love. In that showing up, I've also added other siblings along the way. I call one man brother longer than any other, my best man, Greg. We have known each other since we were five, and without a single exception have called each other best every year since the start. I call Gregory, my musician friend with more talent than he knows what to do with, brother. I have since we met, knew it the first time we spent time together, that some people are family before they're even in our lives. I call Ash, my fellow autistic who runs the brilliant mind noise here on Substack, brother from another mother, and I always will. Collectors we are, in a sense. We scoop up and add people to the little coin purse in our hearts as we go. Some stay, and we call them family. Some go and stay friends. Some we just can't find the room for, so we leave as acquaintances, knowing we felt them for a time but they just didn't feel right sticking around. We are lucky for them, but for the ones that become family, we are blessed, and I stand by this. For me, this signal fire is just a tribute to those that stuck, but mainly a testament to the two originals that could never be replaced or duplicated, one who celebrates a birthday today. It is a tiny offering to a great big connection, a little thank you to the two girls from my childhood that turned into the women of my adulthood, staying best friends all the while. I love you both and would not be who I am without the little carve marks, the little fingerprints you left in all that whittling and all that shaping. Thank you, sisters, for making me me. And happy birthday, Gras. <sighs> the haiku, those that share our blood, share our history, our ache. We are tied to them. All right. Happy birthday, McGraw, and happy Sunday to everybody else. As always, there's photos that accompany this, and there's some cute ones of me and McGraw and McGraw and Sarah. So go check it out and wish her a happy birthday. I love you all, and I will see you next week. This beautiful signal fire intro and outro music was graciously provided by my best buddy, Gregory Allen Isakov. If you're not yet listening, you're missing out. Head to GregoryAllenIsakov.com for more. Thanks, buddy. I love you.